Hello, everyone. This is Richard Robertson from the Dean's Office. This year, as part of the residency of Peter Sorotin and Yating Chang and the Mendelssohn Piano Trio, the Sci College will present two concerts commemorating the 150th anniversary of the publication of Tolstoy's novel, War and Peace. The first concert will be September 15th. It will be a two-piano concert and will feature Stuart Molina, the conductor of the Harrisburg Symphony, along with piano faculty members Yating Chang and Patrice Ewalt, as well as myself. The second program will feature chamber music by Arinsky and Shostakovich, and will also have, feature choreography by Alan Heinlein and dancers from the Central Pennsylvania Youth Ballet. As part of this project, we have commissioned three poets here at Messiah to write poetry. We outlined the two concerts for them, but we also just said write poetry that addresses the topic of war and peace. Not so much Tolstoy's novel, but just the general idea of war and peace. So three poets wrote poetry for these concerts, and the poetry will be published in the programs. But I wanted to read these poems as part of this podcast series. The three poets are Christine Perrin, Samuel Smith, and Matthew Roth. They all teach in the English department here at Messiah. I have two poems by Christine Perrin, and I will begin with those. Peace. In the night still of the room, you hear the wasp searching out its flower, vulgar lily with a tongue of cassia. The skirl chafes the ear like the memory of today's news. A man who'd been hung upside down by his broken ankles, journeying back to set fire to the ruined place where he'd been tortured. He was going to set fire to it all. And you understand the stinging bright memory you can't extinguish the angry buzz that endures long after you've squeezed all the life from the fragile-winged machine, and the tail thorn that won't stop working to pump itself into your skin. But when he arrived at the hated place he meant to burn, he found three families living in the wreckage there. Christine's second poem is written remembering Lake Bolzena in Umbria, in Italy. And she also referenced something Peter wrote in describing these two concerts. Peter wrote, Peace as fragile as a beautiful house resting on top of a sleeping volcano. Christine's poem is titled, Fragile Towers. Made by an earthquake long ago, here a volcano killed and opened a crater which filled with water so blue that now when I drive toward it, thousands of miles from home and cresting hayfields, it looks to me like an eye full of tears. Once everything changed here, and now it's a place for fishing and refreshment. How quickly after the eruption some holes fill, and ingenious people build lovely cities out of the porous rock, fitting the human made to the wreckage of certain disaster. They make a little life on the crater's shore, remembering no more the molten violence, each morning rising to fixed industry, by evening pulling up a chair to the edge, 
Keep your mind in hell and despair not, says one Russian saint. I wander the narrow streets wide as a mason's arms till happy hour. Step back from the edge for a cup of tea, he also says. But the pit and the ghosts follow me. On the beach are someone's beloved children, filling buckets and taking in their fists the wet sand heavy with ash and broken fragments, which they drip into fragile towers ringed with hand-wide moats. To brave memory, I try this tact of gathering up in my mind's hands a medley of felt impersonal losses. Twenty opuses by Bach, that one Schubert symphony, most of Sappho, Aeschylus, Sophocles, Romanesque painting, Cluny, to make a tower, a trench, and to practice the feel of loved titanic things sunk, hauled, or staunchly remembered in ocean deeps. Samuel Smith wrote three poems. My dear enemy, what did you see before you closed your eyes for the last time? Did you see the sun or the glint of sunlight on the broad blade of my bayonet? Did you look up to question that sun or did you look down to confirm the sudden fact of our red intimacy? Did you have time to feel the sudden loss of all you loved? Or did you see my eyes looking past your staggering face to my next lover just behind you? On the first day of war, what it is I fail to understand. Sometimes there is no understanding, only a feeling which I have been taught not to trust. Bullets and bombs and blood Decide who is just in this world. Today a war begins in which I will not die. The war in which I die has no beginning, no end. Short War Poems 1. That carcass floating in the current, water indifferent, to all commerce, signals a dear exchange at an upstream market. Who purchased the better bargain? With what currency? Two, the ground of all our woe, the foreign foe we would befriend. Three, fear is fast, but cannot outrun the bullet's lust. Four, some of us could not get enough of the enemy's blood. Others heaved at the first salt swallow. Five, two things he feared. The third was death. And the final poem is by Matthew Roth. The cause. This man is the enemy, they said. Will you shoot him? I said I could never shoot anyone. But you wouldn't have to look at him, they said. You could do it from the sky. Just push this button. I refused. But he's hardly a man at all, they said. Really, he's a monster. Really, he's a roach. I don't believe that, I said. I will not kill him. But what will you do, they asked. 
to support the cause. I said, come with me, and I took them into the garden, its bed spilling over with ripe vegetables and bright flowers. Some of the flowers were the color of sky and some the color of fire. This is what I have done instead, I said, holding out a red tomato in each hand. And this is what we did for you, one of them said. And he showed me a picture of the man lying dead on the ground. This is Richard Robertson from the Dean's Office.